Saturday night, September 30th, Canelo versus Jermel Charlo for all the belts at 168, live on Showtime pay-per-view at the T-Mobile Arena. Can't wait for that one. This is Big Fight Preview. We're going to break this fight down. I'm George Jakovic, along the, alongside the champs, the Hall of Famers. You got Chris Algieri, you got Tim Bradley, and you got Pauly Malinaji. We're talking uh, Canelo Cholo, guys. And one thing, I was at the movies yesterday, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen a fight in a movie theater. This fight, they did a preview for it. Uh, I guess it's going to be shown in some theaters. I've never seen a fight in a movie theater. I always wanted to because it just feels big on that big screen. But I saw one yesterday for this fight. So, Tim Bradley, let's talk to you first. You are um, not so high on Mr. Charlo's chances, but tell me what your – am I wrong about that? Well, you know, no, you're right. we'll let you say. Tell me what you think about this fight. No, honestly, I think this is a mismatch, and, and I'm going to continue to say it. I mean, you know, if you have a fighter going up two weight classes above his original weight class where he dominated, it's going to be a mismatch. You have arguably one of the best pound-for-pound fighters of this generation, Canelo Alvarez, who has been at 168 pounds for some time now. <laughs> He's the undisputed there. So he's used his, his muscle maturity, his knowledge of the game. He's felt he's even fought as high as 175 pounds. Think about that. And now he's fighting against a, a, a super welterweight. Think about that now. And I understand everybody saying, oh, well, Charlo's bigger, this and that. No, he's not. No, he's not. You know, he's not as dense as Canelo. Canelo is a, like a bowling ball. He's a tank, you know, whereas Charlo, yes, he is taller. Yes, he does have the reach advantage. He's going to struggle against Canelo Alvarez because I go back to the Castaño fight. Just thinking of the Castaño fight, you know, went back, look at some numbers. Castaño was able to land 40% of his power shots, 40%. Now we understand that Canelo Alvarez, that's what he brings. He brings power shots after power shots. And he's one of, he has one of the highest percentages in boxing as far as landing his power shots. Now, if Castaño was able to do that, now think about a bigger, stronger, smarter Canelo Alvarez, what do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to slowly break down Charlo and probably stop him late. Chris, what do you think about that? It's pretty strong words from Mr. Bradley. Yeah, I mean, we we, we spoke about this for, for a couple of weeks leading up to this on, on these shows, and and uh, I'm in agreement. I, I, I don't see Charlo winning this fight. Um, I never really saw Charlo being uh, in this fight. Two weight classes is, is, is a big jump. Yeah, you know, we have weight classes for a reason. And, um, you know, someone as as physically strong and as explosive the way that that Charlo uh, that Canelo is, excuse me, um, it's, it's a big ask. And Charlo's not the busiest guy in the world either. Neither one of them are. They they, they are high percentage punchers uh, that they're precise. But Canelo having that more explosive, more size um, and having those those more eye catching punches, I, I believe, is going to really separate him in terms of the scoring. Not sure he's going to stop Charlo. Um, I, I, Charlo's athleticism and, and, you know, I, he's still a strong guy, uh, could keep him in there, but I could see a late round savage. I could see it going to the distance, but I, but at the end of the day, I see, I see Canelo being in total control, especially in the, the second half of the fight. But, um, yeah, I, I to the point that, that Timmy, that you brought up about, you know, Charlo looks bigger man. he is not bigger. He is not a bigger man. Charlo has Charlo's an incredible frame. His, he's got a very small waist, got wide shoulders. I sparred Canelo a bunch of years ago. He's 19 years old. I was like, is this guy really 19? His neck was like this, his wrists. I'm looking at his body dimensions. I'm looking at his ankles. I'm like, so this is a big guy, shorter than me, 
But I'm like, this is not uh, a small man in any way. Um, that muscle maturity that matters, the amount of time that he spent in these weight classes matters. The way that he has gained that weight and moved up in these weight classes, slow, methodical, systematic. He's got a brilliant team around him in terms of his nutrition, his supplementation, his exercise training. It, this is not a, it's not a, he's not just eating, eating more to go up and wait. He is, he's got a team around him of very smart people. So, you know, everyone's saying that uh, Charles the Vicar guy is, is completely uninformed. Canelo is, is big and strong for the weight. Yeah. I'd say uh, Charlo is taller. He's not bigger. You know, sometimes I think people mistake for the taller, the taller for the bigger, like, oh, he can fill in. I think in this generation, we're in, a, in an era where, <laughs> People don't really respect weight classes. Um, you would have never seen this kind of hyper demand for guys jumping multiple weight classes to fight uh, these big fights before. They were, they were, there were like um, anomaly fights, like when Mosley moved up to fight Oscar De La Hoya. But if you can remember, Mosley had a ton of trouble making 135. He was drying himself out like crazy, and it was a, a well known fact. So it wasn't like, oh man, you know, he's going to go up to weight classes and he's a natural 35 pounder. And I'm not saying that Jamel's a natural 54 pounder anymore. He probably is probably a 154 slash 60 but a 68 slash 75 which canelo has essentially become over the course of time you guys uh, uh tim and, and and chris the champs have both mentioned the reasoning of why canelo's frame is bigger and they've given the the scientific aspects of it you know in general just watching canelo in the ring i mean even against a big guy like bivol he was he went the distance he was never hurt in the fight so you know it's very hard to get the, the power respect on the part of Canelo. Now, having said that, I'm also going to go into another direction here because I feel like we're giving Charlo absolutely no credit. Charlo has the boxing ability. He just doesn't have the discipline mentally. Charlo has a good jab. He has that, he has that, he has that quick in and out. And let's, let, me, let me tell you something. Canelo's feet are slow as molasses, bro. I mean, he's basically flat-footed slow as molasses. He cuts off the ring well, I'll say that. But ultimately, Charlo has that little rhythm of that little slight in and out bop where he he, he flies in with a with a with a deceptive uh, double jab right hand. He likes to use that combination. I remember I remember distinctly him knocking out Dennis Douglas with it early in his career. But he, it's a combination that both brothers like to use on the entrance, and they're very deceptive with it. And they have like that bop, like that in and out bop, and it's something that again. We would have to see a discipline on the part of Jamel Chal that we haven't seen before because you know, I remember Tim mentioning Castano. The Castano fight is really something that I look at and I say, man, I look at that and I say, that's where it becomes difficult to see how Charlo wins this fight. I look at the Castano fight, especially the first fight, and I'm saying, man, he's getting too wild. He can't just take what Castano gives him. He's got to stay in there for the rest of the combination and try to make a bigger combination out of it. And because of that, he overstays his welcome in the pocket and he gets hit with something big. You know, and and, and that and that's what ultimately made that fight difficult. So you'd have to see a discipline on the part of Jamel Charlo that you have not seen before. I think physically the talent is there. Does he have the mental discipline under that kind of pressure, under those kind of lights? Because let's face it, he's been in big fights. At this level, we've all been in big fights, but not that kind of big fight. That kind of big fight is next level big fight. You know what I'm saying? You guys have had it with the Pacquiao of, of uh, uh, opposition. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a different kind of mentality you need to have. It's a different kind of mental calm you need to have. And Charlo has not been a guy who in his career has been a, a guy who's known how to keep his emotions in check. He kind of fights off of those emotions. He knows how to make it work for him, but at the same time, it can also work against you. And I think in this fight, emotions can play a bad part for Jim, for Jamel Charlo. You're absolutely right, man. Can I say one, can I say one more thing to that, to add to that? Let me make it live for you folks at home. You know, let me make this whole, you know, Charlo going up to uh, 168 pounds. And I don't think he's going to go up to 168 pounds, believe it or not. I think he's going to come in around 160, 163, maybe highest 165. So that way he can stay light, light on his feet. Um, 
But the thing is, is this, you take a Porsche, you take a Porsche, finely tuned displacement, everything, weight displacement, you know, distribution is right on it. You take it around the track. Oh, it's fast as hell. But then you put a sofa on top of the Porsche. Think about that. All the extra weight that Charles got to put on. You put that on top of the Porsche. Then you drive the same way you did around that track. It's going to drive different. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to corner. It's not going to maneuver the same way. There's going to be some issues there. You know what I mean? So at 154, we know how good Charlo is. But at 168, we don't know what he's going to do. And that's why it's hard for me to, to pick him in this fight. That's why it's hard for me to give him a shot in this fight. But I can tell you this. We know what we're going to get from Canelo Alvarez, without a doubt. Mm. Well, there you go. You know what else we know? We know on Wednesday nights, we've got great fights on Pro Box TV. The Pro Box TV Wednesday night fight series. Next one is October 4th. Pablo Cesar Cano and Zachary Ochoa and Omar Salcido versus Jose Nunez. Paulie, you've got a little something in common with Pablo Cano. He's a former, he's a, a former foe of yours. You beat him at 147 when you defended your belt in 2012. Yeah, this is a good fight. Um, I, And I actually know both guys because Zach is an old school New Yorker from way back in the day. I mean, I remember Zach on the come up, even in the amateurs. Uh, good fighter, solid fighter, good fast hands. Uh, and uh, and Cano, I feel like, has always been an, an enigma. He's always been a, a talented guy who's gotten in his own way. Um, but he has he can be dangerous. He's a good puncher, a solid technical uh, fundamental boxer. Um, one of the harder punchers I fought in my career, actually. But, um, but I think that... Uh, I think I think uh, Cano also has gotten in his own way. He'll come with a win over Jorge Linares, but then he'll go get beat against a guy you never heard of before, you know. And that's sort of been the the moniker on his career. You don't know what you're gonna get. He's like a box of chocolates. Well, you know what? This box of chocolates, we get it on October fourth against Jack Ochoa. Well, at least on Pro Box TV, we know what we're gonna get. We're gonna get great boxing talk. This is my favorite segment coming up. We're gonna toss to a break. Let's get set for Paulie and Chris to give us the keys to victory. Charlo versus Canelo. What's up, guys? Chris Algieri here with two-division world champion Paulie Malinaji. We are here to talk about the keys to victory for Canelo Alvarez versus Jermel Charlo. We have undisputed versus undisputed. They are competing for Canelo's super middleweight 168-pound undisputed championship. They're fighting in the T-Mobile September 30th in Las Vegas. Let's talk about what each man needs to do. I'm going to cover Canelo Alvarez. Paulie is going to cover Jermel Charlo. So, Canelo Alvarez... Listen, we all know Canelo Alvarez is one of the best fighters in the world, and he's extremely tactical, very, very smart, very explosive, has very eye-catching punches, has a great left hook. It's, I mean, that thing is something that everyone needs to watch out for. Um, so with, for him to be victorious in this fight against Jabal Charlo, he needs to set the table initially. So he's very aggressive on his defense. He utilizes aggressive head movements and shoulder rhythm to make his opponent worrisome, even, on, even while he's being defensive. He's slipping jabs and he's making fast movements. And you don't know if he's using a defensive maneuver to counter or if he's just trying to time your, your distance. So I think he needs to set the, the tone early with that. Canelo basically utilizes two different stances. On the outside, he'll be a little bit slick. He'll have that lead hand down. He'll be looking for a wood's arm. But once he gets close, he'll like to bait you with a high guard, heavy over the front foot stance. Once he gets to here, he's looking 
to make you reach and make you pay. A lot of times what guys will do is they'll, they'll overthrow that lead hand and then Canelo's gonna come back with his own left hook, bang, through, through there. He likes to go from that down position here and then goes, boom. Or if the guy leads with that rear hand, same thing. He'll, he'll catch and shoot that, that right hand and then come back with his own left hook. Canelo also hides that left hook really well. You're not sure if it's going high or if it's going low. They, mo they both look the same, so the trajectory is hard to tell. So like I said, set the table early with those explosive head movements so you your opponent doesn't know where you're coming from, and then he makes those moves, whoop, and that hook can either come here or here, but they look the same at the start. So I think that's gonna be important for him. If he sets that table early with those explosive head movements, he's gonna hide where that left hook's gonna be coming from, and that's the shot that he wants to land the most. For Jamel Charlo to be successful, he's going to have to control range, he's going to have to use that jab, and he's going to have to be disciplined not to get over-aggressive, because in many spots, when he lands good combinations, he winds up getting over-aggressive and getting a little bit wild, and also he overstays his time in the pocket, which you can't do against a guy like Canelo Alvarez, who is very good at holding position. You may hate Canelo, you may hit him on the arms, you may hit him cleanly, but he holds position very well, so if you overcommit, he will make you pay. Charlo has a very good jab and double jab rhythm because he uses his feet a lot. He's up high, he keeps a very good position with his right hand, but a lot of times he gives you this little stutter step. So he's changing range a lot, which is important because Canelo is using that head movement to put mental pressure on you and try to close the gap. So you can, he needs, Canelo is looking for you to overcommit here. This is where, where Charlo has to use that double rhythm with his feet and then, and then use that double jab. If he can use that jab, Canelo has shown in the past to have a lot of problems when guys know how to use their jab. It's not just a matter of using your jab, it's knowing how to use your jab because a consistent jab that is the same rhythm, Canelo will come over the top. Charlo has a different rhythm because he has that little foot feint a lot of times. When he gets it off and he makes you freeze on it, he does very well to do that double jab and he comes with the right hand. He flies in very, very fast. He's got a quick initial step once he freezes you. He's looking to freeze you. The trick for, for Charlo is, not to always use that same rhythm. Sometimes you're gonna have to enter explosively with a double jab right hand. Sometimes you're gonna have to use that solo stutter step. And depending on if you get the reaction you want from Canelo. Also, I don't think Charlo needs to use always with the big power shots. I think sometimes he can just control Canelo with his jab and pick and choose when to throw the right hands and the hooks. Because Charlo's problem is he ends up using those combinations and then he gets real punch power happy and he starts to throw a bunch of shots he gets, ends up getting wild over the top and you once you do that you can be dangerous but you're also putting yourself in danger against a guy like Canelo who holds position very well so he's looking for you to get wild and catching and shooting or he's looking to you get wild and throwing and he's throwing his hook inside of your inside of your right hand you don't want to give Canelo that option and if you're Charlo you're athletic enough not to give him that option I'd say for Charlo use that jab use that double jab rhythm, Canelo's gonna keep trying to bring it, but you can out jab Canelo. And when you pick your spots to enter the pocket, when you freeze him, use those shots, or use those shots, and then always exit on the out, and keep him back off the jab. If Charlo can stay disciplined, and stay on the outside, and not get too punch power happy, and stay committed to a smart game plan, he's athletic enough and physically gifted enough to put Canelo, to give Canelo fits. If he gets too undisciplined and starts to get full in love too much with his power shots, he will end up paying a price against Canelo Alvarez. Now, Paul, you made me, you made me 
think of something. You said mental pressure, and that's something that Canelo does really well. Again, with that aggressive head movement, and he's walking you down even though he's being defensive. There's going to be opportunities for him to put that mental pressure on, on Jamel where Jamel will jab from the wrong distance, and he'll throw a single jab, and he'll get heavy over his front foot. This is going to be an opportunity because he's going to be ready for the left hook. He knows Canelo's left hook is the shot, and, and Jamel does an excellent job of keeping his right hand pinned to his chin and his elbow in real tight. So it's going to be difficult for Canelo to find those shots. But if he's putting enough mental pressure on Jamel and he gets him to a position where he jabs from too close with a single jab, Canelo's going to have opportunities to come ride that shot over the top and run into it. you got to think about the Castaño fight. He was landing a lot of overhand rights in that fight by putting a lot of physical and mental pressure on Jamel, which caused him to jab and get a little tall at the wrong range. Can Jamel Charlo stay disciplined? Can he give just enough of a different rhythm with the feints and the jabs? It's just a little subtle rhythm change can throw Canelo off. But if you fall into the trap of that Canelo sets, you're gonna get hit with that power. And remember, Canelo Alvarez is two weight classes bigger. When that power starts to land, Jamel Charlo is gonna feel it. This is Big Fight Preview. We're talking Saul Canelo Ares and Jermel Charlo, the big fight on September 30th, Showtime pay-per-view. Tim Bradley, uh, Ronnie Shields, the, the esteemed trainer, has said that he thinks that Charlo should uh, Charlo should focus on the body. What do you think about that advice? You know what? I think it's interesting. Um, first of all, no one's never really committed down to, to Canelo's body. Um, I think it's gutsy, but at the same time, I think it's dangerous. Um, you know, early on in my career, when I first started boxing, you know, and I was taught it's boxing one-on-one when you're facing a bigger guy, man, you don't want to stand there and exchange body shots with this guy. You know, you want to move your, use your legs. You want to get in and out on him. you know, use that in and out move. You don't want to stand there and give Canelo Alvarez an opportunity to land something because you have to understand this. When you go down to the body, you have to commit mid range to inside. You know, you got to drop your level. Your hands are going to be dropping. And that's going to leave exposure up top. And that's what Canelo likes. He doesn't mind that. And if you go and look at the track record of how many guys was able to land on Canelo's body because he leans forward, he uses that high guard, and it's really hard to really get around that high guard to get to his body. You know, these hands right here, they're like they're like little like mouse traps. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as soon as they hit, if something hits, boom, then he's coming back with a counter. You know, so if you're trying to get around to that body, it's going to be extremely dangerous, I believe, for a guy like Charlo, the smaller guy, again, to really get down there. He's taller to really reach down there. He's coming down to to Canelo's level, putting himself in harm's way. So I don't think it's a great idea. Um, if you go back and look at the copy box of how many guys was able to get to his body, Bivol, I believe he was able to get there 11 times, 11 times to his body. Uh, before that, Triple G was able to get there in the three fights that they had. 23 opportunities that he was able to get there. He didn't land, but he went down, try to get actually go down there, go downstairs to hit Canelo to his body. So not guys don't get to Canelo's body all that often. Um, but it's a gutsy, gutsy move. I hope the strategy works, but I, I doubt it. I surely doubt it. Tim, to your point, and as as a committed body puncher and a tall guy for my weight class, it's a big risk. You know, I yeah. I, I, I always committed to the body because I felt it paid off and it was worth the risk. But the setups are very, very difficult and you're and you're always running that risk of getting countered. When you got a guy like like Canelo Alvarez, who's such a sharp counter puncher, you mentioned Triple G. Triple G is a great body puncher. And for him not to really target the body with Canelo tells you a lot about what it's like being in the ring with a guy like that who's that sharp of a counter puncher. Also, look at the dimensions. Canelo's got a really short torso. 
if you look at it, there's not a lot of ground to hit. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of territory for for Charlo to use as as a target. Um, also, what I noticed from just from my tape review and watching um, watching Char- watching both men, but Charlo, especially when he throws that jab to the body, he doesn't change levels really well. He a lot of times he throws that jab and he's got he's kind of straight up. And he's encountered over the, over the top of right hands before, and I think that's going to be a, a big strategic tool uh, that's, that Canelo's squad, I'm sure, saw because I, I I saw it, they saw it. Um, so that's another thing when you when you're going to the body, you're committed to the body. You have to get low, even as a tall man. Again, I'm, I was a tall man who's committed to the body. I had to get really low and really work on on dropping my dropping my butt to get mm-hmm. down to to dig to the body. Um, so I would be surprised if it was if it was uh, a a smart choice or 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 uh beneficial to go to the body that way and, and knock a counter over the top the way that that canelo can um and that's another thing i always talk about like we always talk about range right we talk about range we talk about reach long arms long reach is actually a detriment to you on the inside shorter arms get there quicker they get back to home quicker long arms on the inside take technically get take longer to get back to get back home so it might actually be better more beneficial to canelo to be fighting you know, with a guy who's looking for the for the body shots, and he get the, he can get those counters right there. That catch and shoot is going to come right off, and those those opportunities are going to be there. So, interesting, like you said, Tim, very interesting yeah. that that that's what they're saying they're they're going to do. Is it true? Is that is that a bait? Is that a bait? Oh, Could we're going to go to the body, Could and be. they're not. Because um, I agree with you, Paulie, in terms of if Charlo goes out there and uses his boxing skills and literally just becomes a boxer, we got three guys who are boxers. All of us, we were looking to go twelve rounds. It, it more often than not, that's what happened. It's a very hard thing to do discipline wise, like and oh. to your point, Paulie. Um, and just to learn how to do that out of out of the mix, out of the blue is is uh, a, a difficult, difficult task. So I'm curious. I mean, the, the boxing skills are there. The body, the body situation that literally could just be a bait and switch to kind of get Canelo to think that that's what the plan and maybe it's not. It's interesting, though, man. Sometimes guys will say things and they may see something or it may be that bait and switch. I, 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 I'm I, going to piggyback off both of what you guys said. You know, uh, for what Tim said, you know, the physicality of Canelo is a bigger guy. You, why would you want to be in there with a bigger guy? He can because the body attack to go on the inside against a guy like Canelo. Can, you're doing Canelo a favor if you spend a lot of time on the inside. He doesn't have to come find you. Canelo, one of Canelo's kryptonites is, is the fact that his speed is slow. So if you sit on the inside trying to bang the body, you're going to um, you're going to do him a favor. He doesn't have to come find you. And number two, remember, if you're going to Canelo's body, Canelo can go to your body. Canelo is a very good body puncher. You know, he he has been known to be a, a very committed body puncher. But I'll close it with this. I think there is nothing worse than when you fight a fight and lose it listening to somebody else's plan that you that didn't allow you to fight your best boxing. It is something that it is something that you'll live with for the rest of your life. I'm taking from me, man. And, and think about this though. The two the two men that beat Canelo Alvarez, what did they have? They had a great jab. They had great footwork. Mm-hmm. They were great counter punchers. Floyd Mayweather, Bivol. I mean, the blueprint is out. There's two blueprints that's out on Canelo Alvarez. Yet alone, Bivol had to throw over 700 punches to get the victory. But, you know, if he has that type of stamina and if he can use his feet and box, like Polly alluded to, then he has a damn good chance of winning this fight. Remember, when Roy went up to heavyweight now, he was 193 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, he fought a guy that was 220, 225. And Ruiz now, and he outboxed him. He moved, used his quickness, get in and out on him. Canelo can be outboxed. We know that. If Jamel can outbox him, can withstand. And one more thing, one more thing. He has to make sure, Charlo, that he is 
rolling, slipping those shots instead of catching and, and embracing those in, those impactful mm-hmm. punches of Canelo because that can be damaging and draining in this fight as well. So slipping, moving, using his legs, making Canelo fall short, he can tire him out. And on the back end of the fight, there's no doubt about it, he can definitely close the show and could pull off a victory. So and and also Tim, like like you said, don't 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 take the flack from those shots. Like we've seen Canelo bust guys' arms up. Calum Smith, he literally targeted his bicep, targeted his arm. Um, Canelo has that kind of power, that thudding, beat you down kind of body. And when you got a guy who's that much smaller than you, and we, and we are we are going to say it, he is a smaller man. Getting get hit on that those shoulders on your hip bones, that, that adds up. So we'll see on September 30th. It's pay-per-view. It's a showtime pay-per-view. Gentlemen, this has been a great show. Big fight preview. Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.